Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, 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 yo, what up, what up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins. You are listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but don't be hating. My man Kevin Cleveland is running the boards, engineering, producing. Kevin, what's cracking, brother? How you doing? Hey, Reggie, man. Doing great. Uh, excited to hear about your little vacay. Yeah, yeah. I'm back. I was gone for a week. Did you miss me? Uh, if you don't know that reference, you need to watch Martin Lawrence's show, one of the greatest, most underrated shows ever in the history of TV. Uh, but yeah, I was gone for a week. Went to Turks and Caicos. Beautiful island, you know. I mean, white sand, blue water. It's surreal to see this thing if you've never been you got to go see it uh, it was fantastic I had a lovely trip with my, my my wife my son my dad his wife my dad got married there and you know and, and there you know my, my dad's wife's kids came my sister came it was just a fantastic trip i recommend turks and caicos for anybody uh and everybody although i don't think i would stay at all-inclusive again kevin have you done all-inclusives i have uh in mexico and actually i did enjoy it yeah, see I I liked it the first time I did it in Mexico, and then this time I did it in Turks and Caicos, and I got reminded of why I didn't like it so much in Mexico. Because for me, the I, when you pay that much money, I want to drink good liquor and premium liquor, and I I felt like there was no premium liquor anywhere on this island at this resort. That is true. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I was drinking. Jack, I was drinking Jack. I don't even drink Jack Daniels, but I was drinking Jack Daniels, and Jack Daniels was tasting like Lack Daniels because it was it was barely any alcohol in this thing. Um, so I drank beer the whole trip, and uh, I would I would definitely go to Turks again, but I would stay at a villa or you know a resort that isn't all inclusive and just do a private chef and maybe go get bring our own liquor in or or go off site to to have dinners and meals and and, and all that. But I digress. The NBA Finals cracked off last night, and boy, I think we got a series here. I, I, even more than a series. I, I, before the series started, I thought that whoever won the East, the Heat, or the Celtics was beating the Warriors. And why did I think that? I thought that because the Warriors, and it's not even, it's not just the Warriors, what it is, is I have this theory, and I've had this theory for a long time, which has been proven to be right since forever. I mean, since basically since, I want to say since 89, maybe 88, 89, when Isaiah Thomas was the best player on a championship team. And the theory is this. Your best player can't be under 6'3". Hell, your best player, I don't even think, can be under 6'5". And you're going to win an NBA championship like that. The NBA just isn't made for that anymore. You've got to be a big wing player who can be a two-way player for you to win a championship with that guy being your best player. And as great as Steph Curry is, as amazing a shooter he is, you can't have your best player be a dude that is 6'3 and relies on the toughest shot in the game who you also have to hide on defense. That's a recipe for disaster. The only way the Warriors won their first title was with LeBron James missing two All-Stars on his team for the series. And he still took them to six games with Matthew Della Vadova 
as his second best player. Then they lose to LeBron James, Kevin Love, and Kyrie Irving the next year, and then they go and get KD to add to the team that just won 73 games the season prior, and then it just became unfair, right? So to me, the Warriors are a really good team, but you can't have that guy being your only guy, being your main guy, and expect to win a championship. And I just think the defense that the Miami Heat and the Celtics play is just too much. And then eventually the Celtics ended up beating the Heat, which was a game, a crazy, which Jimmy Butler jumped into my top 10. And I think Jimmy Butler's a Hall of Famer. Book it. Done. Jimmy Butler is one of the greatest basketball players that I've seen in my lifetime. The dude just gets it done in the playoffs. In the regular season, he is just chilling, making sure the team is running the right way. He gets to the playoffs, and that dude's another person. He's phenomenal. But the Celtics end up winning, go over and and, and represent the East in the finals. And the thing with the Celtics is they're just too good on defense. They're so good on defense. They're so long. There is no mismatch on the court for them unless you end up with Robert Williams guarding Steph, which is what they try to do. But when that happens, they just blitz Steph with Robert Williams and whoever else is up there, and Steph has to give the ball away because he's not going to shoot over Robert Williams, and he's not going to go around the second defender that's around him. And then when they don't do that, when they're not doubling him, they've got the defensive player of the year running around with him. And you saw that in this first game. The first game they played, Steph Curry went off for 21 points in the first quarter. And the the Warriors are up, right? They're up by 15 at one point. Never worried. My wife is is biting fingernails on on the couch. Oh, no, in the first quarter. No, no, this is going to be. I got friends texting. Oh, Lord, the the Celtics are about to get sandblasted by the Warriors. This is about to be a sweep. It's going to be. Relax. It's If you watch the game, the first quarter, Steph Curry got about four or five. I know it was definitely four because I counted them, but it might have been five wide open shots. The greatest shooter in the world ever got four to five completely wide open shots. That's a layup for him, and he made the shots. Then a funny thing happened the rest of the game the Celtics stopped making mental errors and actually locked in on defense. They were the number one defensive team based on efficiency in the NBA. The Golden State Warriors are number two. But the Celtics are the number one. And why are they number one? Because there's no mismatches. They can switch everything. And the guys they bring off the bench can move their feet and defend as well. They they went, I think they went nine deep yesterday. Hold, hold on, hold on. They brought in Pritchard. Uh, they brought in Williams. Who else they bring in? Oh, they brought in uh, Derek White, who went crazy from three, right? That dude that dude went crazy for three like his hairline is still intact. He was out there playing like he had a full head of hair and a crisp hairline. That dude was playing with all the confidence, and he balled out for them. Al Horford balled out for them. Al Horford's another dude. Hall of Fame. Got to be in the Hall of Fame. And, and and people think about the Hall of Fame and you think, well, basketball, he's never been an All-Star. Well, he's been a, a third-team All-NBA player one time, right? But consistently, he's been an All-Star five times, and he won two college national championships. If they win this championship, which I fully expect them to do because I got the Celtics winning in six games, Al Horford, Al Horford is uh, in an NBA Hall of Fame. Book it. Done. Finito. So they, they went they – went, uh, they went eight deep. 
and they might have went nine. Let me check the box. They might have went nine. But when you got eight dudes you could bring into a game and there is no mismatch, you can switch. And the mismatch might be Pritchard. He might be the one guy that if you get Pritchard locked up on Steph, Steph's going to have a holiday. But they're not doing that. They're blitzing him. Whenever they've got a mismatch coming, they're blitzing. And you know why they can blitz? Because they've got long defenders in the name of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who are on the, the wing and perimeter, who can make up ground. So if you're going to double Steph and then somebody's got a, a wide open shot in the corner, those guys have the length to get there and bother the shot. It's never easy. They're so long, so big, it's going to disrupt what the Warriors do. And another thing with the Warriors is you've got Clay, but it's not really Clay. It's not really, I mean, hell, Steph had his great game, but if you go through these playoffs, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, they ain't been the Splash Brothers. The Splash Brothers shoot 40 plus percent from three. These are the Damp Brothers. When they're shooting 30, 34, 35 percent from three, that's damp. That ain't splash. That's, that's, that's just a little wet. You're not changing the game with that. Because what would happen with the Warriors back in the day, when those guys were shooting 40-plus percent, you had to pick them up from jump. You, you, you didn't have it. You couldn't make a mistake of going under a screen or being late on a rotation. You had to be there because they, they stretched the floor so far, everybody was getting wide-open shots. They're creating wide-open shots for guys just because of the fear that they're going to pull up from the damn parking lot. But when that's taken away, and you've got... And I love this dude. I love this dude because I just love that he's a great basketball mind and a great basketball player overall. Draymond Green is a liability. That dude can't shoot no more. He, hell, he basically doesn't even look to shoot. But last night, the Celtics put him in the action and made him take wide open shots, and he couldn't knock him down. And that's going to be, and that was the thing that made the Warriors so great. They had Draymond who could let them play five out, and Draymond who could knock down threes and be an offensive threat when you doubled Steph or doubled Klay uh, Thompson. But now he's not making anybody pay. He's not making anybody pay, and he's getting paid like somebody who should. That's a problem and an issue. And that dude is always complaining, always complaining, always yelling, at, you know, always with the antics, man. And I don't have a problem with it. I, I'm not I'm to get off my lawn, dude, right? Do what you want to do. Be who you want to be. But if you ain't making things happen, shut the hell up, dog. Shut up. Ain't nobody trying to see you gloating and running around. And the Warriors are at 15 points at one time. Then going into the fourth, they were up by 12, and it wasn't enough. Those, that used to be a, the Warriors used to be a team. If they're up by 15 or up by 12, they were running away and hiding. It was over. Curtains, wraps because of all the threes they could hit. But it ain't like that no more. And I don't want to be, you know, just prisoner of the moment and jump on it like it's it's all over and, you know, it's, it's done. But, I mean, I said six games. The Celtics just have too much. The Celtics, I think, have the best overall player in this series in Jason Tatum. And I said this on Instagram and people lost their mind. What are you talking about? Man, the Steph Curry's over there. Dude, the game of basketball is played on two sides. There's offense and defense. It's the same thing I say about Luka. Why Luka can't be in my top five. Why Steph can't be in my top five. Because you have to hide these dudes on defense. The game of basketball is offense and defense. You play both things on the floor. So I can't, I, I, with, with Steph, 
that is the issue. And Tatum, this is what you see with Tatum. He's had some bad games in these playoffs. Right? He had some great games and had some bad games. Some were just bad shooting games. But you know what never happens? He never has a bad defensive game. That's what makes him special. That's what makes him elite. He can have these three for 17, which he went last night. And he goes three for 17 because he's taking some threes. He's taking a lot of hard shots, which is what you get when you get these guys from the Mamba School of Basketball. No shade. Rest in peace, my man Kobe Bryant. But what happens is all these guys look up to him and they, they become these bad shot takers. And that's and bad shot takers and less efficient basketball players. No shade. It just is what it is. And so he's going to have these nights taking these threes and he just keeps because Kobe's Kobe's mantra was, hey, you missed it. Keep shooting. Keep shooting. Keep shooting. So Tatum, to his credit, did not keep shooting, shooting, shooting. He could have shot them out the game by going over the 17 attempts he took. 17. He knew he didn't have it. So what does he do? 12 assists. What else does he do? Play lockdown defense. That's what you do when you're a great player and the shot isn't working for you. You find other ways to get involved in the game. And with Steph Curry, if his shot isn't going down, what else is he giving you? So once the shot stopped going down in the fourth quarter, because he didn't do nothing in the fourth quarter, what do you what do you got? Who do you go to? Clay Thompson ain't Clay no more. Andrew Wiggins is Andrew Wiggins. And Draymond ain't doing nothing. And then this Jordan Peele thing. Uh, Jordan Poole, <laughs> my man Kia Peel Jordan. Yo, Jordan Poole. So it was interesting to see how this played out because in the regular season, and this is what always happens when 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 you watch these games, you gotta watch to see who actually separates themselves from the regular season to the postseason. And Jordan Poole looked great in the regular season, and in the first round, he looked nice and had some good games. But as the season, as the postseason progressed, and they played better and better defense, Jordan Poole got smaller and smaller and smaller. And that's no knock on him; it's just showing you there are levels to this, right? And he seems like a really good player. He's gonna, he should be better. He, he's gonna get better. But he's not on the level of a Steph Curry. He's not on the level of a Klay Thompson when Klay Thompson is actually Klay Thompson. And when you don't have that third dude actually balling like that, Golden State's going to be in trouble. So I fully expect Golden State to come back and play. But I don't know how they, what do they do differently? Because they just lost this game where they had two leads of double digit a couple of times, right? Two double digit leads that they lost. Jason Tatum had a pedestrian, not even a pedestrian, a terrible offensive game. You think that's going to happen two nights in a row? And do you think two nights in a row Steph Curry is going to hit 21 points in a quarter? More than likely, they're going to regress to the mean. Steph Curry is not going to have a 21-point quarter, and Jason Tatum is not going to have a 3 of 17 shooting night. And they busted the Warriors' ass with those things happening in game one. What's going to happen in game two? We're going to find out. I got I got the Celtics in six because I just think that these dudes are too long, too big for the Warriors. And their coach, Ime Adoka, man, that dude is a beast. And he gets in their faces and calls them out because why? Because he used to do what they do. He's played in this league. And something else that we don't really talk about, when a lot of people don't know, I've been people were talking about the other day. Uh, he's married to Nia Long. Enough said. I'm Reggie Watkins. You've been listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. My man Kevin Cleveland, thank you so much for running the boards, engineering, producing. we see y'all next week. Peace.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.